Hello and welcome back to the Jag Bros podcast. I'm one of your hosts, JT Raymond, part of the Jag Bros here with my two brothers, Jack and Joey. We have a big game against the Titans, one of the teams that I hate the absolute most through the years and still can remember some of those painful moments in the early years of Jacksonville where Steve McNair and the Titans seem to have our number all the time. Also excited for this game because I am going to be there in person to, to be able to cheer on our team here this Sunday. And man, I'm hoping for a big time win and a big bounce back win. Do we think that's in the cards today? I'm feeling good. I'm feeling with you there, JT. You're going to cheer on our team to victory. You know, it's nice to look ahead. I feel like Rafiki last Sunday hit us in the head and we're like, oh, it hurts. But he's saying it doesn't matter. It's in the past. It's time to look ahead. It's time to go get a win against our all-time rival, the Titans. And hey, if we're sitting here next Sunday at 7-3, and three, I'm still feeling pretty good about our Jags. Yeah, I mean, look, the uh, other teams have had bad performances. We uh, the, the Lions laid a big egg in Baltimore. You've seen the Cowboys lay a big a egg against San Francisco. Other teams have these poor performances, including Kansas City a few weeks ago in Denver. So I think there's going to be an opportunity for us to see uh, what what type of resiliency our team has this weekend. So we'll, we'll break down our usual game where we'll look at our offense versus their defense and then the inverse, as well as give you some keys to the game and our expectations of, of what we would expect from the score. And so, Joey, take it, take it, take us first to the offensive side of the ball. Is there hope that we're going to see better production than what we've seen for most of the time in Jacksonville so far right now in home games. I believe so. I believe that this offense has a lot of pride and will turn this around. Every time that they've gone scoreless, the next game they score at least two touchdowns. Uh, so that will be big. Uh, I think Trevor really had a, a rude awakening last game. He had one last year after the Denver game, and that's kind of when he turned it around. And so... We need last game to be Trevor's turnaround. Whatever it is to turn that light switch back on and get to where we know and seen him play. He needs to uh, totally wipe the memory of last game. He was sleepwalking or whatever, make up whatever excuses, but it, it's over with. It's done. You, you're still six and three, Trevor. Lead this team, lead this offense, get the motor going and start off with early touchdowns yeah trevor said in his press conference that hey the 49ers game was probably the worst game in my nfl career and in some ways it probably was three turnovers um less than 200 yards less like a 15 qbr rating and a sub 50 regular qb rating like it, it was it was it was really a poor performance from trevor he looked like he was seeing ghosts half the time but to your point, Joey, he does seem to bounce back pretty well. And the Titans are not going to be that tough. Last year, they were the number one run defense and they were an above average pass defense. This year, they're more average in just about every single category. If you look from third down defense, pass, uh, rush, sacks, any of those things, they're in that 10 to 20 range. So we, we will see worse defenses than the, the Titans, but we are not going to see anywhere near the level of skill at the front seven or in the back that the 49ers gave us with last week. So you should see this offense start to impose their will more in this game, or at least we hope to see that happen. 
It's a good call out by both you guys. To me, this matchup is all about the Jaguars offense. Yeah, the, the Titans are sitting here at three and six. The only thing going for them is they have been competitive in pretty much every game. So I don't necessarily think this will be an easy game. Their defense is about middle of the road in every category. They did trade away one of their starting safeties at the trade deadline. So I do think you're seeing a Titans team already look ahead for the future, but you also know this is a big rivalry game. They're coming off a brutal loss as well, 20 to six against the Buccaneers. So the last thing the Jaguars, especially the offense can do is overlook or get overconfident in this game. And Hey, I want to go ahead and say, look, I called out Calvin Ridley in the last episode and prove me wrong. Prove me wrong. Go out and dominate the Titans on Sunday. Yes, you're, you're right, Jack. Uh, the, the Titans notoriously play us well. And even though that this hasn't been their season and they're already looking forward, don't think they're not going to want to come out and punch us in the face. They see weakness in the chain of armor right now. And all they want to do is hang their hat on they beat the Jaguars this season. So we need to make sure that we do not overlook them. They're going to play super hard against us. But this is a least talented, probably secondary that we've seen. They are 32 right now, worse than the league in interceptions with only three interceptions on the year. Uh, they're giving up quite a few yards. So Trevor really needs to take advantage of that lack of secondary that they have and just start gunning the ball and not east to west, north to south. Start going down the field. Start using the middle of the field attacking this defense and attack them fast i think if we come out quickly we can get them to roll over but if we let them hang around then they will play us very hard yeah baker mayfield had 280 yards and two touchdowns last game and i think one of the most frustrating things at least from statistically for trevor is he's played now in his midway through his third season he's only had two games where he's had 300 yards and three touchdowns or more against baltimore last year and against the cowboys last year so it's right around this time last year that you started to see some improvement in trevor i think that's what we would love to see i would love to see multiple touchdown game a game where trevor's throwing for 280 yards or more and and i think it's very doable for the titans because baker literally just did this to them last week which is crazy that right now Baker Mayfield has a better statistical year than Trevor Lawrence. So that needs to change immediately ASAP. So Trevor, get your act together, get the team fired up. I don't know who it is, whether it's Trevor, Coach Peterson, Press Taylor, somebody on this offense needs to light a fire under them because they have too much talent to go in here and struggle to score touchdowns against the Titans. A couple of things I want to see from the offensive side of the ball. We called it out last episode. I'd like to see some shuffling on the offensive line. Personal preference would be Ezra Cleveland uh, at left guard and Walker Little at right tackle. But I wait, would wait, settle wait, wait. for Ezra not Cleveland just playing at guard. Not just preference. Ezra Cleveland has to start. I don't care what has to happen please 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 let ezra cleveland start he is the only guard that we have that actually plays guard shatley is a center walker is a tackle ezra cleveland is a guard he plays guard he does it well don't make a mistake and don't play him 
Hey, I, 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 I agree with you, Joey, but I, I look, if, if Walker little plays left guard, are we losing this game? Maybe. I'm going to say, I'm going to say probably not. <laughs> Hopefully not, I guess. Hopefully but not. I agree yeah. With you. yeah. Ezra Cleveland should be the one that's starting um, at, at minimum and, and would like to see Walker little t- resume right tackle. Cause I think he, he played that position very nicely at times, um, both this year and last year. And then I think this has to be a, a, a game that you see bounce back for everybody. Uh, be able, Jacksonville to be able to exert their dominance on this side of the ball, which hasn't happened very frequently. And in a game that I'd like to see ETN involved more in the passing game, I'd like to see a little bit more Dearness Johnson uh, in this game. And, and we said this last week too, but I, I don't need to see Tank Bigsby take any more snaps offensively in the rest of the year. You want to know something that I kind of realized recently is this offense hasn't looked good at all this year. Not even in the preseason when Trevor had his chances at uh, drives, the offense still sputtered and looked bad in the preseason. We thought that maybe they'll get it together in the regular season, but those woes have transferred over into the regular season. And I'm not saying that we need to sit Trevor or whatever, but the only time this offense has looked good is with Nathan Rorick as in at quarterback. Relax, relax. Nathan I'm, not saying, I'm not Wait. saying that we need Nathan Rourke starting, but what was the offense doing during when Nathan Rourke was happening? Because third and four string guys. String. Yeah. Yeah. Guys, guys that aren't even on the NFL rosters anymore. And oh, don't forget that we actually cut Nathan Rourke at first. We were able to just sign him back to the practice squad. And so. Uh, yeah, I, I I think one of the biggest lessons we learned from the preseason is that you can't trust all these guys that showed great flashes against third string guys. So, yeah, no, like relax on that take there. Yes, this should be a game that Jacksonville's offense bounces back, but it's it's not going to be a game where it's going to be handed to you because the Titans are at least competent enough on off uh, on defense to to make you earn it. Yeah, and so a couple of guys to watch, especially you guys called out some great points on our offensive line. I think we do hopefully see some shuffling in the starting lineup. So Jeffrey Simmons for the Titans has four and a half sacks. Landry has five sacks. Autry has six sacks. So they're a decent pass rush, but not an amazing pass rush team like the 49ers. So you shouldn't see more than one or two sacks, hopefully, for the Jaguars if the offense is rolling. But I want to take us now to our defense lining up against the Titans offense. So you will see Will Levis under center, rookie out of Kentucky. This is his fourth NFL game. He had, of course, that amazing first game and has cooled off. You'll see a split backfield of an aging Derrick Henry. Fortunately, this is not peak prime Derrick Henry, who's killed us in the past. And you'll see a lot of Spears out of the backfield, certainly in the receiving game as well. And then DeAndre Hopkins, and that's pretty much it for the Titans offense. But what do you guys want our defense to do this Sunday against the Titans? Yeah. Down DeAndre Hopkins. That's the only person Will Levis throws to. He stares him down, watch him, and pick the ball because that's who he goes to. Yeah, I mean, he tries to force feed DeAndre Hopkins. He's been averaging about 10 plus targets every single game. And the first game when there was no film on him, when they played the Falcons, DeAndre Hopkins had three catches for like 150 yards and three touchdowns. And so that kind of speaks to what Will Levis is. And I remember watching him at Kentucky. He's a guy who 
throws a lot of passes behind the line of scrimmage, and then he throws a lot of deep balls, and he throws the deep ball pretty well. He's very, very inaccurate, not very good in the intermediate stuff. He's not very good at all over the middle. And so what you're probably going to see him do is a lot of sideline to sideline stuff and a lot of plays that are, he, he will, he will do my guess somewhere between five to seven throws beyond 30 plus yards. Whereas most quarterbacks in the NFL are probably averaging kind of two to four. And so what I would do defensively play a too high shell, make sure you always have help over the top with anybody, especially Hopkins going deep and then play press. Press uh, the uh, the wide receivers uh, um, because they're going to want to uh, do a lot of east-west screen games. This is exactly what the 49ers did to like shut down a lot of our east-west screen games. The 49ers pretty much said, nope, we're not going to let you have the dump-off pass to Ingram in the flats that he then turns up field for 7 to 10 yards. And so take that away, and this Titans team is is really pretty anemic. And that's what we saw against Buffalo or excuse me, against the Buccaneers last week where the Titans were only able to get six, six points and looked pretty pedestrian on offense. Otherwise, that's a great call out JT of the comparison of what the 49ers did against us. So Mike Caldwell, take notes, steal that game plan and let's do the exact same thing against the Titans, because this is an offensive line that has a lot of problems. Just the left tackle position on the Titans has given up 14 sacks this year. That's more than several teams, their entire offensive line has given up. And so the Titans currently have given up the fourth most sacks in the league with 33. Again, just a nuts stat. The Giants have given up 54 sacks already. Uh, but the pass rush has got to be big. You got to put pressure on Will Levis, force him to make mistakes. And what I want to see is our defense roar back. We were the number one team and taking the ball away. We got zero against the 49ers. That needs a change. We need to have a great game on defense, turning the ball over left and right. Now, will and- Levis will turn over the ball and will L- Levis will be sacked. Like those are just, those are thing traits that he had in college. And these are traits that he seems to have in the NFL too. He holds on to the ball for a touch long. And some of it makes sense when he's always hunting the deep ball. This is a great chance for our defense to tee off. They're going against the Titans, who are 0-5 and five on the road. They are 28th in points scored per game, with only 17. Their yards per game is 24th in the league, and their pass yards per game is also 24th in the league. So you are facing one of the bottom-rung offenses in the NFL. You need to shut this offense down, clamp it up, lock it down, and show everyone that you're still a dominant defense because we have seen it. There have been flashes. We have seen it. You've done it in almost every game. There's only been really two games that you didn't show up, and that was for the 49ers and the Houston Texans. So show up this game and lock them down and make it easier on our offense that is still somehow trying to figure things out in week 11. Yes. And to the Jaguars listening right now, the key is you cannot get overconfident. This is a game that the Jaguars should win on paper, but the game is not played on paper because I'm having flashbacks right now to a lot of what we were talking about before the Texans game week three. 
We are saying this should be a bounce back game after a disappointing loss to the Chiefs week two. This isn't a great offense. CJ Stroud has been sacked the most out of any NFL quarterback. And what does our defense do? It gets torched. We never touch Stroud. So we can't come in and be overconfident. I do agree that this can be a statement game, but only if we're giving 110%. And with that, I think it's a great time to talk about what are the keys for the Jaguars offense, the Jaguars defense, to bring home a W, to get back on the right side of a winning streak. I'll start with my defensive keys. It's going to be the pass rush and shutting down DeAndre Hopkins. If you can hold him to under 50 yards and have two takeaways, whether that's fumble or interceptions, you're winning this game. And offensively, Trevor has to get it going. He needs at least two passing touchdowns and needs to get Evan Ingram and Calvin Ridley integrated into this and then start throwing it to Travis Etienne as well. I, I We just need Trevor to have a much, much better game. Yeah, I, I like I like both of those uh, call-outs for keys to the game. And look, th- there's a difference between a key to the game and what I would like to see. I'd love to see Trevor get uh, 300 yards and three touchdowns. But realistically, on the offensive side of the ball, I think you just have to get 20 points. Whether whether that's ETN, whether that's Trevor, I don't think this is a team that's the, the Titans against our defense that's going to be able to score more than that. And so find a way to get 20 points, which is relatively low in, in, in today's day and age with the NFL and against this Titans team. But I think that's the important thing on offense. And then defensively, I think you want to see five times of either a sack or a turnover. So if we have five sacks and zero turnovers, that stat hits. If we have four turnovers and one stat, that's that's what I'm seeing. I think you just need to have five big time plays on defense. And, and if we're doing that, then we avoid the situation that we had against Houston, where we let CJ Stroud play in a nightgown and uh, the defense really did nothing and, and completely no showed the game. So I, I think if you see that, we're, we're going to win the game nine times out of 10 in both cases. Yes. Make Levis play like a rookie instead of where we made CJ Stroud play like an NFL MVP. And I think one key is just overall is going to be a fast start in our five game win streak. What do we do pretty consistently? We got out fast offensively and defensively, but specifically I'm going to double down on what a lot of you guys said. I think defensively pass rush. I believe that we need to see three different Jaguars with a sack. I think it's a great opportunity against a weak offensive line for the Titans against a rookie quarterback who is prone to sacks and making mistakes. So I think three different players for the Jags defense need to get a sack. And offensively, look, I just don't have a ton of faith in our offense right now. The only guy I have 110% faith in is ETN. And so I agree with you guys that ETN needs to have a big game. I think he needs to have over 130 yards. And I think he needs two touchdowns because I don't know who else can score right now. So Big game for ETN. If you're a fantasy football player, to me, he's a must, must, must start and go ahead and expect 20 plus points from him on Sunday. Let's go. Well, I have ETN in one of my leagues, so I'd be excited if that happens. And so let's let's shift gears to the the, the score predictions of the game. Now, Vegas has us a six and a half point home favorite in this game. What do you guys have? I'll go ahead and get us started. Look, I don't love this game in a lot of ways. Again, on paper, it should be a win. We're we're favored by more than a touchdown. 
And I think this is where hopefully our offense gets it rolling. I just don't have faith in it. And I think we rely on our defense a ton. And I think our defense comes through in a big way, holding the Titans to just 12 points. Look, the Titans can't score a lot of touchdowns. They are third lowest in the league with only 13 touchdowns. I'm going to go ahead and call it out. And I'm going to say, I don't think the Titans score a touchdown the entire game. So they have four field goals. And our defense makes a few big plays and our offense does just enough to squeak by and get a 17 to 12 victory. Uh, I have the Titans kicking three field goals and getting one garbage time touchdown after the game's kind of already over for the Titans to have 16 points. And I believe that we come out ahead by 11 points and score 27 uh, for a 27 to 16 victory for the Jaguars. I believe that the defense is going to come up big. They're going to give us a lot of, uh, short fields that the offense can take advantage of. I think Travis Etienne is going to find the end zone again this week. And then I'm hoping and praying that Evan Ingram can finally find the end zone. Please. Start looking for him, Trevor, in the end zone. And uh, I think we get two field goals. Yeah. So three touchdowns, two field goals, 27 points to 16 for an 11 point victory. I'm ready for JT to give us a blowout victory for the Jags. JT, is it going to happen? I would love to, but this we never blow out. Well, I, I think we maybe blew them out once, but we rarely blow out the Titans. And this offense doesn't feel like they can blow out anybody that's not named the Colts right now. So I think this. I think we're going to hit my number exactly. I think our offense is going to have 20. And a secondary stat to keep your eyes on from a defensive perspective is I think we need to make sure that they have two plays or less um, that are 30 yards or longer. And so I do think the Titans will get a, a big touchdown. We've we've been prone at times to give up big plays defensively. And so I think they get one. And I liked your score, Joey, of 16. I think I think it's going to be 16 to 20. The Jaguars do not cover and look very ho-hum on offense for the most part. Again, um, and, and probably a little bit frustrating where it feels like, man, this should have been a 31-16 type of game and we should have blown them out. But for this reason or that reason, we finish with 20 and it's a, and it's a, it's a game that you have to stress out and sweat out a little bit toward the end. So both of you have the, the offense still ho-humming uh, throughout this game. So when do you think that the Jaguars can turn it around or will they turn it around on offense this season? I think they are who they are for the most part. You might see you might see a slight improvement from time to time and and maybe you get that amazing like everything's perfect and we quit turning the ball over in the red zone and we actually convert on touchdowns in some situations where where we have a, a perfect game but I, I think I think I think we are who we are. Yeah, I agree with that. Although I believe there is always hope. To quote the great Dumber and Dumber, you're saying there's a chance, even if it's 100. And the reality is, I could be totally wrong. I've missed predictions. I'm about the same record as the Jaguars at six and three, calling somewhere they won. I, I, I mispredicted. And so I'm not saying that they don't come out in a big way. And the reality is, and we just learned this in the baseball season, if you can get hot at the right time, it doesn't even matter. If you make your way into the playoffs and you can get hot, Anything can happen. So the Rangers just won their first World Series ever. So the reality is it can still happen for this season. My head says 
is most likely not going to happen until we make some big changes, but there is always, always, always a chance. And that is why we love football. It's why we love sports. It's why we believe in the Jacksonville Jaguars. If I were to say, hey, what's the most optimistic case for the Jaguars offense? I think it's Zay Jones coming back. And 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 because if you remember a couple seasons ago with Dak Prescott had CeeDee Lamb and Amari Cooper and 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 Gallup and, and several different options, as soon as either CeeDee Lamb or Amari Cooper were out, the offense looked drastically worse. And then when you have all of the weapons in, they were like a top three NFL offense. And so we haven't gotten to see too much of, of the time where, where all of our guys are healthy and playing, but that's the only scenario where I see the Jaguars taking that leap forward. Well, with that, we will see. So you have three predicted victories from the Jag bros, definitely different scores, a, a call out for, we believe it's going to be a strong game from the defense. And then we're split on whether or not the offense is going to rebound and have a big game. But hey, we'd love to hear from you. So connect with us on Twitter or X at the Jag Bros. We always post our predictions. A lot of you guys jump in and share your predictions for the score. We have a lot of fun. We're going to definitely talk some trash to any Titans fans who jump in there as well. And we'll see what the end result is. JT, I know you'll be there cheering us on. And we would love to also get to hear from you just on your thoughts on the podcast. And so give us a quick, if you have a minute or two, a five-star rating, a review. We love giving personal shout outs to you all. We love Jags nation. We love Duval and we're ready to get this team back on the win streak again. Let's go win one, two, three, four, five more games in a row. Let's get it rolling. Starting this Sunday, 1 p.m. Eastern, 12 p.m. Central in the bank. It's time to lock it down for real. It's time to bring home the victory, Jaguars. Do you want to-